Hello once again everybody and thank you for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. As always, before we get into this week's episode, thanks to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free each and every week on whichever platform you choose to listen. Thanks to Angelo's Pizza for providing us with their wonderful award-winning pizza on show day so that we can sell it to you and keep you nice and full and happy while you're watching the shows and fed. If you want to try more than their award-winning pizza, head to Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. And thanks, of course, to Pollyanna DIY with all of their custom items that they can do for you. Uh, we've gotten pins done by them. They do t-shirts, all sorts of great stuff. Check out Pollyanna DIY. I think they got some uh, Brain Buster satin jackets going. Yeah, I think, I think that was on a special order, but uh, yeah, man, Pollyanna... Just pumping out, pumping out some great bagging stuff. Bagging the belts. Bagging yeah, the belts. He just nice. he just worked on some new enamel pins for myself. So fantastic. Might have him work on some AIW satin jackets. Ooh. Uh, then of course, thanks to Smart Mark Video, who handles all of our live recording. Has Gary needs. returned from Japan yet? I don't think Gary's ever going to return from Japan. I think he's in love with Japan. Uh, no, but he he has. I I did see the uh, I saw the Facebook post. That Shannon now has her cell phone number back and has oh, her cell phone. Very good. And Gary has his. <laughs> so uh, thanks to SmartMark Video recording everything for us. So if you couldn't make it to the show or if you did and you want to watch it back, you can do so at SmartMarkVideo.com as well as streaming it at SMVOD.com. And while we talk about streaming, thank you to IndependentWrestling.tv. Sign up using the code ABSOLUTE and get a 20-day free trial. Watch some shows from the AIW archives, as well as plenty of other independent wrestling promotions on independentwrestling.tv. Jerry. And with that, we roll into the show. You've already heard the voice of the Bone Collector, Dominic Garini, as he joins us this week, along with Maserati, Wes Barkley. Yes, sir. AIW owner John Thorne here, of course. And my name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. And on this week, we uh, tie a bow, put a ribbon, as we're on the J-Lit weekend. And put we the nail about, in the coffin. There it is. about J-Lit night two. And, uh, 2019. 2019, yes. Of the year. As, as we sit here. Crazy weekend. It, it was a wild weekend. We, we covered, obviously, most of it already. If you didn't uh, listen, go back. And uh, check out as we cover night one, Bef- as well as the before day we, show. Before we jump into it, I just want to make sure that everyone that is listening to this, mm-hmm. if you have an Apple device, make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Helps our algorithm Rate a it. lot. Yep. And the five star reviews, uh, you know, the listenership has it's gone down a little bit uh, <laughs> over the summer months, and we're trying Tell your to friends. we're trying to. Uh, I don't know. Regain uh, glory. I don't know. We were get that momentum. We going. were getting some 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 heavy numbers there for we a little bit. We used to get so. some heavy heavy numbers. And, so uh, we're yeah, trying to uh, a dip here. We're trying to uh, rise back up. Uh, so make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Quit making your own fucking podcast and just listen to ours. All right. Yeah. Straight <laughs> up. Straight up. Um, <laughs> Patreon exclusive. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get uh, we gotta get these numbers back up. You know, because uh, this is. A promotional tool, as they say, and uh, I'm a promoter, so And it helps Mondays go by way quicker. It really does. Yeah. Or Tuesday, whenever you want to listen yeah, to it. Yeah, whenever you listen to it, it definitely helps, but wait, no, no other a, way to start it's your available week. available all week long. And I mean, we have like, 
and the archives. I don't, I don't know how many episodes, but there's a lot. It's a, it's a, it's approaching 200. Yeah, I think I personally am well over 100 episodes. Is yeah, oh yeah. I went on and just listened to that Terry Funk episode. You did? Yeah, just the other day. Just went on and listened to that. I was not on that episode. Well, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to bring it up, but that's okay. Great episodes in the vault. That's Rest right. in peace, Buddy Landau, man. I can get you a deal on uh, some things though, if you want. I have those text messages. <laughs> yeah, we have over we have over 160 uh, episodes. So that's wild. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite the commitment. So uh, yeah, go back and listen to those archives. Spread the word about this podcast. It definitely helps. Um, I think it is th- a behind the scenes look like no other. Though, I think we sure. are uh, we're somewhat enjoyable week to week. It's a rotating cast of characters and yeah. Um, it is yeah. worldwide. Yeah, we just gotta we gotta get those numbers up. You know, twenty twenty. We're trying to uh, it's our be, year. Be overly prepared. So nervously and overly prepared. Nervously and is. overly prepared. Yes. Nervously. Yeah. What is that? N O P. N A O P. I guess you just go N O P. Maybe N A O P. Nope. A I W. Nope. Twenty twenty. I refuse. Twenty twenty. A I W. Nope. I, re- I refuse to uh, go out of business in 2020, so I'm trying, I'm trying to be uh, very overprepared for what's to come. So yeah, uh, a big part of that is getting these podcast numbers back up. Get there them it up. Is. Get them up. So we have a bigger audience. All right. So we go into uh, night two. Of course, we stream this live on Fight TV, and as we did the entire weekend, uh, what what was our turnaround? An hour? Yeah, that was a quick uh, from day yeah, show. From the day show? show, I think it was. I think it was an hour. Clear I don't know. Room? Wes, Wes Barkley told me he was going home to shower 27 times. Yeah. Uh, he told me between. that. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're going home to yeah. shower, dude. Like, I know where I know where you got to go. And you're going to make it. There's a shower time. at the Odeon. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I got to go get my shirt. I got to get my shirt. I'm like, all right. Went home, changed, came back. Show was literally starting. Spirit Squad took off. They went. I think they went to the flats or something. Spirit Squad was out. They were nice, though. Uh, so we go into to night Nikki. two. And... Uh, for those unfamiliar with the uh, J tournament, night one, 12 singles matches. Night two, uh, the semifinals are three different four ways that then go into the finals, which is a triple threat match. Four ways are one fall to a finish. Right, one fall to a finish. The and three then, ways uh, elimination. We have other, other matches as well thrown in there. The very first semifinal of the night, uh, Josh Bishop. Nick Gage, Zach Thomas, and uh, the Bone Collector Dominic Greeny. As I live and breathe, sits next to me. He was. There. I mean, Maserati Les is a part of this match too, as he was managing young Joshua that, Bishop. That was crazy. That match was to start off. That match was that was crazy, and you know we could say we settled our differences, but you and JB with that oh, choke. That's never gonna. That, yeah, that, you that and JB going in that choke to to the to the guardrail door was. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was that was a whole something. But a lot of this match, you know, was a, kind of about Zach and and Nick Gage kind of tussling a little bit and kind of starting their issue. Um, and then it was kind of like about Josh and I rekindling our issue. And you know, we were so focused on each other that we kind of lost focus of the match as a whole, right. which allowed Nick Gage to kind of you know take advantage of that. And why? Why does this happen? I'm going to put you on the spot. Why does this happen to you, Dominic Greeny? I think it's two years in a row now. Because if it's three, correct, correct, all right, correct me if I'm wrong. 2018, uh, you got a little too focused on Tom Lawler, right? 2018 or 2017, I got too focused on Tolar, 
and we battled up the ramp as the finish of that match happened. Unbelievable. Where is Mike Tolar? Has anybody heard from him lately? Great question. He's been liking my Facebook statuses lately. You know, I actually yeah. got an Instagram Mike from the other day. Yeah, I got an Instagram. So like he's alive. We just don't know where. Mike, we miss you. We'd I love said, you to come up to a show sometime. Yeah, come on up. I told. Um, I did tell Dolph Ziggler as if you talk to Mike Tolar, your friend, please tell him to reach out to AIW. <laughs> we care about him still. Um, so in 2017, it was me and Tolar battling up the ramp. Last year, it was Tom Lawler and I battling up the ramp, and this year. It was Josh and I taking each other out? So I, I don't know. Maybe you lose I just focus in that second I round. I do that second yeah. round. That second round's just a fucking killer to me. You just see red, man. You got to keep your eyes on the prize. I know it's because do you want you know do you I got, just want I, that one guy? No, or do you want the mountaintop. I, mean, I guess buddy? I guess the mountaintop's where I want to go at this point. You know, Jaylet's one of those definite bucket list things for me. So and it's a next way, year I got to focus more. Yeah, because it's a, it's a way to get there. Not only the mountaintop of Jaylet, but then man, you get that cash in, and you can be a true man of AIW. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. So obviously, as I say that, that means Dominic Greeny did not win the match, yeah, or Josh not. Bishop. Nick Gage does, and in uh, one of my favorite moments of the evening, as he is leaving, rather than going back up the ramp, he wants to high five the entire crowd. And what we have dubbed uh, "losers' lane," so to speak, uh, he decides he wants to go that way so we can walk through the crowd on the stage. As uh, Zach Thomas is in his way. And uh, just decides Zach Thompson needs to eat a rail. Yeah, there it is. Gives him a little shovsky. <laughs> just throws him right in. Real yeah. hard. And that leads to an absolution match uh, well, a few months later. It yeah, does. Sakamoto first. He got some revenge. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't see it. I just saw me pinning him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who knew that all of that would lead to your demise, Wes Barkley? Yeah, it's like uh, the butterfly effect. Yeah. <laughs> the second match we roll into. Lee Moriarty versus Mance Warner uh, versus uh, Monday Night Raw appearance in Pat Buck and, <laughs> si- <laughs> and uh, John Thorne's new partner in AIW, Savio Vega. New investor. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. You see what happened to his leg on that MLW clip that was going around a couple Ooh, weeks ago? Boy. Yeah. I don't know. That's good. I don't that's know that's why he would just be an investor, though. Yeah, I don't know if Savio's ready to go. Uh, uh, backstage producer, the big, Savio Vega. You know, the big story here that I wanted to happen was was Mance and uh, and Savio. You know, I really wanted that. Um, I thought that, uh, you know, also Pat Buck was uh, a very, you know, solid person to put in this situation with Savio. Which, you know, oh, by the way, this was the birdcage. Yeah, birdcage, bird Pat cage Buck. Too, yeah. Full, full, full birdcage, Pat Buck. Um <laughs> But you know he's you know he's one of those like well traveled you know veteran workers yeah um, who would be able to you know work well with Savio and uh, Mance you know obviously he wanted to have a little Caribbean strap going on there was and uh, Lee Moriarty was just in there you know like hey man go out there and learn something and uh, you know maybe maybe you could pull off a win but that was more of a uh, Let's throw Lee in the weirdest situation possible and see how he can adapt. It was close. Try to steal one in there, I believe. And uh, Savio, man, bringing that Quain kick again. I was going to yeah. say, Quain kick two nights in a row. Lands it perfectly. Uh, Answer with a huge lariat. Yeah, gets, gets the strap out. I mean, this one, uh, this uh, was one of my favorite matches of the weekend. I mean, Savio Vega, de- Savio Vega delivered. And, you know, that's what I love about the JLo weekend is being able to have these matches you know obviously you can't uh, you know you can't bring these guys in every month but uh to get two nights in a row of um you know savio vega and over delivering yeah. just definitely like you know 
a lot of the times, you know, when you book a name, it's really uh, the expectation is somewhat low for how they're going to perform. Because the excitement is just going to be for people seeing to see them and yeah. you know it helps get people through the door and stuff but savio vega in the ring totally over delivered uh, and exceeded what my expectations were i don't know what everyone else's expectations were but uh i would imagine that savio vega who is in his late 50s i believe or mid you know mid to late 50s yeah uh he definitely he he brought it he did he, yeah. he was great didn't get the win but that's all right mance warner picks up the win here advances uh, to the finals, and then that takes us to our last of the semifinals. KTB from the woods, Marco Stunt. Already, this is an odd grouping. Uh, Matthew Justice, and I gotta say, my name is. Yeah, that's right. My name is Kid Kid Cash. Yep, I was hyped when that happened. I was in the ring. If you watch this back on Smart Mark and you just look at the ring and I'm in there with KCB, Marco, and Matt, and we all just kind of look at each other at various points as the music hits yeah. and everybody's dancing. It's a ball at the ball. Ready Marco, to go. Marco Stunt got his uh, real entrance music on night two. He did, yes. Which People were excited about that. Definitely, definitely uh, got the crowd excited. Uh, this was a wild one. Kid Cash, definitely. Kid Cash goes hard in this one. He yeah. does top rope run. So you talk about over delivering. Yeah, Kid Holy Cash smokes. was flying all over the place. Kid Cash was awesome in this. Uh, I mean, everyone was awesome in this. This was, you know, this was um, a combination of guys that I thought uh, this is either going to go really well or this is going to be just. No one's going to get on the same page. And There's a moment here where uh, you thought maybe Marco Stunt wouldn't live to see an AEW contract uh, right. courtesy of Matt Justice. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I, you know, in these four ways, that's another thing that I love about the jail. The four ways just, uh, it creates such uh, a more unique atmosphere than the, you know, straight up singles one-on-one match, which sure. there's nothing wrong with that, but I just think that... Uh, the four ways allow guys to get so much more creative. Yeah. And these guys are flying all over the place. Uh, but then it also, you can't have a match with KTB and Matt Justice and Kid Cash and not expect hard hits to come because those happen. <laughs> and, and Marco Stunt. And yeah, the, Marco the, the Stunt. finish of that match was wild. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, they were throwing live rounds, though, is what you were saying before that, right? <laughs> yeah. KTV and Kid Cash. I don't know. KTV and Kid Cash, they they weren't getting along or something all weekend. <laughs> there was some weird tension between those yeah. two. <laughs> and, uh, I think only on one side. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they were throwing some weird... They, they were Live rounds, bro. Yeah, they, they were Kid throwing... Kid Cash didn't tag, uh, tag yeah. everybody in the tweet except for, There's some, except for KTV. There some, uh, <laughs> social media. There was some social media shade being thrown right. intentionally or unintentionally i don't know From in fairness Cash, ktb yeah. if you don't know his twitter you it's hard to tag him yeah you can't tag him in photos you gotta you, you gotta tag him in the post yeah it's difficult he's to got one of those him. one of those uh, do not tag uh, me profiles right. uh so anyway matt justice does with this match goes on to the finals and that finishes off the second round the the finals of course the triple threat stacked to be uh, Nick Gage, Mance Warner, Matthew Justice. Stacked. Uh, and that's elimination, right? There. That is the elimination, yes. Uh, and then nice. we 
Then we just go give these guys a little bit of a break, regroup, try to strategize, game plan. And now it's kind of like a How lot you of, you know, game uh, plan that. Well, here's the thing. I don't think any of those guys actually go into things with game right. plans or strategies. Right, right. As we not talk about all. those three names right there. Well, I was just was putting myself in the shoes. I would not know what I would the, be the, doing. The Nick Gage strategy game plan is MDK. Right. All uh, fucking day. Matthew Justice game plan is what can I jump off of? And the Mance Warner strategy and game plan is somebody find me a stapler. Beyond that, I don't Stare think that up. any of these three have much. And They're I don't the think they now. need much of a strategy. It's just all about destroying things and people. Right. So there is that. But nice. then it gets interesting. Then you have the rest of this night leading up to that finals. In which, you know, when, when I kind of developed the new format a few years ago, uh, it just opens up so much more room to do different things with the different personalities and people that are around uh, than just the traditional tournament. You know, it's like, I, I just think, it, I, I just love this part of it so much because you, it's like a puzzle. And now it's like, okay, let's take a look at, you know, what puzzle pieces are left over, you know, after the we've established the finals of the tournament and let's start, you know, making some interesting matchups. Now, the first of those interesting matchups, I'll tell you what it is, but then maybe we can go into some background if that's okay with you on how it ended up this way. But the Jalen is quite the tradition. Yep. And if tradition is to be tradition, then Eddie Kingston must wrestle Tim Donst at AIW. Hoo-wee. And Eddie Kingston must get angry <laughs> that he is wrestling Tim Donst at AIW. Uh, and that, of course, is what happened here. He likes Tim Donst, but doesn't understand in that match i don't know man they were uh yeah so the fun thing of how this comes about is uh john thorne this is supposed to be eddie kingston and uh maxwell jacob friedman i think Mm. correct this was at one point a thought or no savio vega oh savio and eddie or something yeah because mjf was going to advance i believe I don't know. I see. I yes, thought that MJF was, was that going, what it no, was. Yeah. Okay. MJF was going. Oh yeah. But MJ. But it was like Eddie and Savio maybe teaming up, or somehow they were supposed to work together. Though. There is yeah. But MJF not being able to make night two ruins that, and Eddie Kingston then has to go face Tim Donst. Which is an iconic match. I know. It really is. But Eddie <laughs> Kingston yeah. was just in a bad mood. Definitely. You announce, you tell him that. Uh, well, well, no, the, this is what he got mad. intermission of the this, day show. This is why Eddie Kingston gets mad. <laughs> because Eddie Kingston forgets that he was upset and tweeted that he was going to retire six months ago. And he was mad because it said Eddie Kingston versus Tim Donst one last time. And he was like, <laughs> well, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? And I said... You said you're retiring, man. And he's like, what the fuck? One last time. Like, he was mad. So that so the the graphic of it saying one last time puts him in a bad <laughs> mood, which unfortunate for Tim Donst. Yep. Uh, I, told, I was like, you guys wrestle all the time. You got these epic battles. He goes, I don't wrestle him anywhere. I was like, how many times have you wrestled him here? Well, that's the only place that I have. And Chikara, they, had, they headlined that paper. Battles. Battles. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Went to wars. It's, it's, an, it's, it's, it's an iconic throwback match I want to wrestle other guys I'm like well too bad I loved it I guess you'll have to stick around but he was in a bad mood and uh, because it said one last time on the on the graphic well unfortunately for Tim Donst uh, it did not go his way because that he was in a bad mood 
Yeah, it didn't. And uh, you know, I thought it was it was probably one of their best encounters, honestly. It was. Actually, I really enjoyed this match. Uh <sighs> I did. So a little inside baseball. Eddie Kingston was so mad that he just refused to talk to Tim Thompson about anything to do on the show. Yeah, he did or in the match. And uh, said, I'll, I'll just see you out there. And uh, because he was in a bad mood over the one last time. <laughs> one last ride. One last ride. <laughs> that was the fucking... That was, Tim, that was Tim Donson. That's what Tim Donson... That's, uh, that's his slogan. It was stolen by Dustin Rhodes for uh, <laughs> double or nothing. Unbelievable. Should have trademarked that, Don. Donnie. Yeah. Uh, so then we go into an AIW Tag Team Championship match to Infinity and Beyond defending their titles against Aeroform. That was cool. That Unexpected. Was cool. Yeah, people were pumped to see Flip Kendrick and uh yeah. Lewis Linden teaming together again and you know it was just uh it's wild. One of those things to where it's like you know they are a great tag team. Uh Lewis has been uh, doing singles for se- several years. Flip is, you know, in and out every now and then. Um they're both there. They're both in the tournament. Let's uh let's throw them out there and see, you know, if they still got the uh, the chemistry together to to have a great match, and uh, I love this match. Two Infinity Beyond and Aeroform was awesome, and yeah. uh, you know that this was a big uh, thing. You know, on on our Twitter feed, the you know that night when I went and read everything at four o'clock in the morning, uh, people were just raving about this match uh, when they were watching live on fight. Sweet. What I like about this match, too, is that because of the fact that Flip and Lewis Linden were participating in night two, we got to see Flip Kendrick and Lewis Linden at an after party on night one. And hey. That never happens. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a rare occurrence when you get uh, Linden or Flip at the after party. It's great watching them watch everything else happening yeah, and they, not understand what's going on. They have some beers. They, <laughs> they sit there and have a couple beers, but they're very businesslike. Yeah, very, they are very reserved guys. Yeah. You get but a few, uh, if few smiles out of them. Two of the the best guys, if you can ever engage in a conversation in there at the after party, like uh, great guys to talk to. Flip Kendrick sure. is so funny. Oh yeah, they both are hilarious. Make sure to tweet Flip Kendrick to uh, finish those DVD trailers I paid for almost a year ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we go into uh, another AIW tradition: uh, the wonderful scramble, and uh, Doctor Dan. Uh, Eric Taylor, Manders, Mikey Montgomery, uh, CPA, and Alley Cat. This is like, who's around, Scramble? Who's around, Scramble? This who's is a wild anyway. one, too. Who's around? Okay. Who's around? Yeah. Let's get some new kids in there. Sounds good. Here they are. Yeah, you know, let's uh, let's try and uh, you know the Bitcoin boys. The Bitcoin before they were before. Uh, this might have been where they kind of started their their union. You yeah, know? they right. worked together a little bit here, a little yeah. foreshadowing for later on. Uh, but yeah, this was kind of like, hey, you know, CPA's here, Alley Cat is here. Manders had a good showing on the day show, yeah. minus killing Tuan. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> That's a th- like Manders is a guy that you know it, it's unfortunate because we have so many students it's hard to work him into cards. Uh, he's in like a weird spot to where it's like established guys versus you know our up and coming guys and it's hard to f- find a place like at CPA as well. It's hard to find a place for them. Yeah, you know on a lot of the cards because you know you got to try you got to I got to try to you know get some of these students on and fill some of these holes if there's a hole that needs to be filled and um 
you know, it just so happens that all these people were around. And um, well, and CPA is fortunate enough that his travel isn't as far as Manders. So there are dates where if he doesn't have anything going on, he comes and he hangs out. And if we happen to need somebody, CPA, wild card CPA's CPA. around. That wild card. That wild card CPA. What's uh, what's uh, what's the name of his his podcast? Um, Off the hop rope. Off the, Off hop, the hop rope. Room. Yeah, uh, go uh, go seek that out, and uh, you'll hear a special special story from uh, Russell Rager weekend. Dumpster love. Ooh, and uh, I believe I believe he's got a shirt coming on Pro Wrestling Tees. Yeah, that's what it says. Dumpster love. So, uh, yeah, a little. But this is a precursor yeah, to that. A little preview. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you know, it, it was just kind of like let's see how uh, you know these different personalities can can work together and uh you know i I thought it was good they were all over the place and uh as we said a little bit of foreshadowing the bitcoin boys do a couple uh little teaming up there at moments in the match they won some stereo dives Uh, no they They did did double pin they did not not double pin never mind they did not who won this match dominic greeny i believe alley cat did right yeah i think so yeah that sounds right to me i don't have it in front of me but so, sound right to me. Alicat or Dan? I think it was Alicat. I wish it was Alicat. Fever. Yeah. I don't think Doctor Dan had the assistance of professional Parker Pierce in this. I don't uh, have. I don't have the sheet in front of me. I, I think. Well, yeah. Was Triple P there? <laughs> no, he, he had to go to work. Yeah. Funny story. Wow. Uh, he was, he was on the schedule for work on Saturday afternoon, uh, and he took. A very long break and went and wrestled on the Biggins, the, on the Biggins Cup on the day show, and all the employees where he works ordered it on oh. fight and like got it, <laughs> like we're showing it, uh, like they were in on it that he was going to take a very long right, break. Yeah. Uh, what a and, legend! And then as soon as he was done, he went back and clapped back in the work. Double dip. So uh, classic was, double dip. He was unable to help Doctor Dan. That's rule number six. You know what? That's professionalism, though, too, right there. Triple P. Still make sure you get that work day in. Wow. Double dip. Maybe that Doctor Dan stuff is really paying. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah, Doctor doc- Dan certainly don't miss a day at work when there's a show. <laughs> That's right, buddy. <laughs> uh So then we roll into uh, well, an interruption. We'll say. Uh, 40 Acres rolls out. AJ Gray, PB Smooth, Trey Lamar. 40. Looking for a fight. and They always are. They always are, those guys. So angry all the time. But uh, So they are then approached by Derek Director and Dan Hausen. No, no Eddie only because he was injured. Oh, he comes he, well, yeah, he eventually, yeah. but not at first. Yeah, he makes his way out there. He this makes is, his way out there ultimately trying to help his team and save the day. This was going to be a match, but the injury kind of causes it to be a segment of sorts. Yeah. Um, and then, you know. It worked out well. It just, you know, it builds to uh, their uh, match at Absolution. At Absolution, which Absolute, baby. everybody ended up just really, dis- really enjoying. I, Eddie only throws a disgusting chair oh shot on Trey gosh. Lamar. Like, I remember looking him. at you in the balcony. We were watching it, and we were like, oh, no. Poor Trey. Did not see that one coming. I'm trying to think if anything happened to Dr. Dan on this night that you got excited about, like, night one, but I don't th- think so. I think he got thrown out of the ring so hard that he just crushed his body on the ground. <laughs> Maybe that's what. Uh, but uh, this, there's not much to this match as 40 Acres pretty much just dominates it. Uh, 40. And PB Smooth plants uh, Eddie only into the ground. And then we roll into a 
championship match for the AIW Absolute title. His first night in AIW. Second night. Uh, well, I've get there. His first night in AIW. He main events the evening, the first round with you, Dominic Greeny, Eric Stevens. His second night in AIW, the guy's got a title shot and uh, against Tom Lawler. But this was, we talked about it uh, at some point before. Eric Stevens kind of had like a dream list. And in one weekend, he crosses out two of those names mm. between you and Tom Lawler. And uh, from my personal standpoint, he didn't disappoint in either match. Oh, no. This is a great match. I actually did commentary with Wadsworth on this match. And, uh, Tom and Eric actually know each other from way back in the day on the Florida Indies back when Eric was kind of first hitting it big and before Tom had kind of made the decision to be an MMA guy and was, you know, training with Alex Porto. Yeah, people forget that he was training. Yeah, their paths crossed before then, so they'd been waiting to have this match for a while, and then, you know, they form a tag team based off of this match. So, yeah, no, it was a great match, and honestly, they start hot with the dive, and they just kind of go from there. Yeah, and, you know, I just figured that this would be a good matchup uh, for both guys, you know. Like, um, I, you know, I was just really going off of feedback on what um, Eric Stevens did in that Beyond match. Uh, but, you know, I had a pretty good assumption that him and Tom Lawler were going to work very well together. Um, so I was banking on that, and he brought his working boots. This yeah, week it was it was it was very good. And well, it's one of those things. Eric's gonna bring his working boots every weekend because you know this this run is like it's not gonna be a long run. You know, he wants to go out there, put maximum effort out every time, and just show you know what he can do. So you know, every kind of Eric Stevens performance you get is gonna be almost like it's his last match. He's just gonna work as hard as he can. So that's another reason why I think anybody looking at a chance to book Eric should go ahead and do that. Yeah, and these guys throwing each other on the guardrails yeah. and, whew, yeah. Eric, was, uh, so Eric Stevens has told me, you know, and who knows uh, where it's at. You know, he has he has told me that he doesn't have plans for a long run uh, this time on the independence. I think it was just kind of like to prove to himself that he could do it and still compete at a high level. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I've I've given him a, a good portion of the dates through the end of this year, and then um, you know we'll revisit how long he plans you know what i mean it's kind of like let's let's go in like little increments and see how long you know see where it goes you know he wants to still do this and then you know we'll figure it out so uh from there tom Lawler, of course uh that does end up retaining his title here and uh although it was definitely was questionable at moments we go into what do you mean by that I mean that, that, that he was going to win. Oh yeah, it was yeah. questionable that he was going to win. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean the Eric Stevens. I didn't know that would have been crazy. Roughing. I didn't know who was roughing. Yeah. That, that, oh. <laughs> that, that would have been crazy though if he would have if he would have won the won Eric the belt, Stevens, right? Yeah. Night the second two. night in the in the promotion wins the title. Uh, so then we go in the finals. Like we said, stacked. Nick Gage, Mance Warner, Matthew Justice, and. Uh, whew. Right. I. I think it was this match. I was standing in the ring with Tom Dunn, and the crowd was ready to go before anybody had even made it into the ring. Yeah. They were going nuts, and they were chanting, and I just, someone, I think Mansur's music hit first, and I looked at Tom Dunn, and I said, is this a big fight feel? This was definitely the what? biggest the biggest fight cool. feel for a Jaylet main event ever. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, every year you try to top the year prior, and... Uh, there's different stories that are being told throughout the tournament uh, each year, but this one um, 
was really about let's put the strongest biggest kind of personalities in in the final to yeah. where um you know usually it's like a story there's stories with heels and faces and you know traditional wrestling storytelling throughout the tournament but this was you know let's put three um of the the hottest most beloved guys on the roster and you know mance mance had he was with the duke but it was the crowd had already turned him baby face oh uh, yeah you know a while ago so that was just kind of a formality um they forgot about that incident well, well get there but it happens this, here this yeah. match this match hadn't even i mean it started the music ends the three guys are in the ring and the crowd we get a jt lightning chant then we get an all these guys chant yep. and then we get an ai dub chant and these two have not thrown a punch nobody's locked up nothing has happened yet they're just circling around the ring it was incredibly surreal yeah I, and i mean you know it, it's like a it's a goosebumps moment epic it, it, you know it goes to show you that uh, the importance of you know characters and the connection that you know, people have with a live audience still does matter. You know, yeah. like uh, these guys aren't the guys that are going to do flips or um, do any sort of fancy technical wrestling, uh, but they all have found a connection with the crowd. And well, they are going to put each other through doors. Well, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> but you know, like uh, as as wrestling has evolved in in modern times, you know, a lot of it is about um, you know, kind of. Uh, very fancy wrestling, which is great. You know, there's, there's, uh, it's very enjoyable to watch, and there's, you see that on AIW shows too. But, um, you know, these three guys are just three of the strongest characters in yeah. the company, um, and they've all found a way to connect, you know, differently. And the people were just losing their minds for it, you know? They were going crazy. And in the midst of all this, and as he talked about people going crazy and Mance Warner becoming beloved by the AIW faithful, Jock Sampson seems to have gotten lost in that equation as his tag team partner. Yeah, where's he been? Or so he felt and thought. Well, I don't know where he'd been, but right. I know where he was on this night. Finds his way through the crowd with a mask on. Yep. Attacks old Manser, beats the hell out of him. Right. About to swing a chair on him, and the Duke saves the day. Or so There's we Duke. thought. So we thought. The crowd. I never thought I'd hear the crowd cheer for the Duke in my life, except this weekend they did. And Baby there face was Duke. There Baby was, face Duke. There Ready was thrift store jobber right in front row going crazy, so conflicted because he was so happy that the Duke had saved Mass Warner. There he is. And that is the number one Duke hater. And then uh, the Duke didn't let him down. Swung that chair right on Mance Warner instead of Josh Sampson. Shot heard around the world. Bang. Right there. And uh, at least around the AIW arena. No, it was around the world. It was on Fight TV. Uh, that's true, too. And that thing was echoing. Yeah. And they throw him in. Throw, I think, Matt on top of him. And out is Mance Warner. His hopes at uh, winning the JT Lightning Invitational Tournament, having the cash in for an absolute title. Absolutely screwed. Absolutely screwed by the Duke. That's management 101 right That's there. That's Duke huh? money right there. That's Duke money. How do you feel about that as a manager? 
You do mean, that for your guy, getting, right? If he's, of course. You see me and JB. As long as we're getting the blue face Benjamin Franklins, I got about 11 in my wallet right now, but I got a couple more in my bank account. I guess as was, long as they're adding up, that's all that matters. I guess it was about respect, right, John? Duke felt disrespected by Mance Warner. Yeah, I mean, you know, as, as I just said, uh, there's a lot of traditional pro wrestling storytelling typically throughout the Jayla yeah. tournament. Um, you know, here we are with uh, a, a nice angle and in this big fight feel main event. Um, it was only, you know, it it, it it was honestly a formality to get the Duke and Mance away from each other. You know, Jack Sampson yeah. in the house as well, you know. Yeah. Um, because... You know, the Duke is the most hated character in the whole company. And uh, even that brief little second would not have lasted where people thought about cheering him. People <laughs> love to hate the Duke. And uh, people love to love Mance Warner. And, yep. you know, you got to. No uh, it was time for a divorce, you know. And uh, what better place to do it than, than right there in the final. Uh, so then it leads us to Nick Gage and Matt Justice. One on one, and uh, ultimately Matthew Justice secures the win and becomes your 2019 JT Lightning Invitational Tournament winner, uh, which allows him to uh, cash that prize in at any point in time for a title shot to the Absolute Championship. Yeah, and let's just uh, just. Uh I guess address this at this point. The Joey Janela one is just done. You know, like I, it's just it can't happen. So it's a time frame, on time that. limit. Yeah, I was going to extend it, but you know, now he's because it was due to injury. Sure, it's fair. But uh, he signed he signed a contract, and you know yeah. he can't come back. So it's and like the, and the first contract on the J Lit, you know, title shot. It's one year, just right. like a Money in the Bank. Yeah, it's but a, I had everybody when I came out. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't this show. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> but, and then I will say this. Uh, Matt Justice gives an impassioned speech at the end of the night uh, because he is a guy that came up with uh, with JT Lightning. Yeah, and I said that a couple weeks ago when we talked yeah. about night one. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of guys in this tournament that never knew JT or really don't understand uh, what his legacy is in Cleveland. Uh, but Matt Justice is a guy that, you know, he... Uh, I believe met JT when he was 16 or 17 years old. So, uh, you know, he was very familiar with JT at a, at a very young age. Um, similar to me, you know, I met JT, I think, when I was 14. So, you know, for him to, you know, when he first came back to AIW and he did his little surprise thing in the gauntlet, it was supposed to be a one-off One thing. Yeah. Um, there was no future plans for him or anything. And... uh for him to have uh, found a way to connect with the crowd and, um, you know, go from a one-off appearance in the gauntlet for the goal to winning a tournament that was dedicated to his trainer, JT lightning. Um, I think that that was a very special and kind of pivotal moment for him, uh, in his career because it, it meant, it meant a lot to him, you know, and, um, he's not really a guy of, of many words on the microphone, and uh, you could tell that it, it was a very emotional thing for him to win that tournament. Yeah, I mean, one of the that was awesome. poignant things that he said that, that stood out was uh, telling the crowd and the people that they are what gives him life. And uh, not for one second should that be doubted by anybody. 
No, I mean, and if you know anyone that knows Matt Justice, which I don't, I assume most of you do not know him uh, on a personal level, but uh, it's you know it's true. Uh, he like the fans are are what gives him you know what he feels a, a purpose to to being on the earth and uh you know whatever happens in his real life is kind of second to being able to go out and perform and uh i i think that you know something something sw- flipped in his head you know a while ago to where he's you know much like dom said about eric stevens like he is going to leave it all out there no matter what because he doesn't he doesn't know how long he could do it, you know, like yeah. he's, he's pushing himself to, to the limit. And, um, you know, I don't think WWE is an option for him anymore. You know, he went and he had another tryout and they really liked him, but they passed on him. So I think that he is just dedicated everything he's doing right now to independent wrestling. And, um, you know, he's wrestling every match like it's his last one you know he's <coughs> every match at AIW every match at GCW you know he is uh risking risking everything <laughs> possible <Yeah. laughs> and uh, with that the show ended simply with Matt Justice saying Traxler play by fucking music as Matt, that's as Matt Justice as it gets and it was a perfect end of the night yeah it was sweet uh Wrapped up the whole weekend. An amazing uh, 2019 JT Lighting Invitational Tournament. Uh, we had a hell of a time. Hopefully, those of you that were in attendance did as well. If you have not watched it, go to smartmarkvideo.com. Buy the download. Buy it on DVD. Yep. Whatever you want to do. Uh, they've got a package so you can get all three shows, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Correct, John? Or is it... Is yeah, it's, it, it's a three-show package. It's a three-show pack package. For $30, I believe. Party pack. So basically $10 a show you're spending there. Look at it like that. And just be entertained. What, yeah. a, what a hell of... If you like wrestling of any kind, this is... Yeah, there's something for everybody on these three it. shows. Exactly. Yeah. Final thoughts? Well, we could talk about the after party, right? Oh, there was good an company. after party at Good Company. I guess Savio Vega wouldn't stop eating. Yeah, Did we was... talk about that in the last one? But this time, he just kept eating everything with garlic. Garlic? He wanted the garlic wings, and I heard, allegedly, they were just bringing out garlic cloves to him when he was eating them. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yes. Eric Stevens kicking back some White Claw uh, floats. You're you know right. what? He let's, was. Let's That's give right. credit where credit is due. Eric Stevens started this White Claw thing in you AIW. Think? I said they did. did. I said they did Aww. on the other episode. Eric Stevens started White Claws that night at the after party, and they kind of took off from there. We were already drinking them, and we Dude, told people them people were drinking White Claws like over a year ago. We told them the fourth. We told them about the, uh, the fourth. No, the fourth was after. I'm anti claw, so but, I don't uh, truly, Stan, I none of the seltzers like Tom Lawler. Well, uh, I think I think you know because Good Company has some White Claw floatskis float Floats, menus yeah. like on the menu, but. Uh, that's next. Eric level. Stevens was a good after party guy. Kid Cash was in there partying. Oh, you know, yeah. that's Savio Vega was in there. Uh, you know, it was uh, it, the majority of the people that were in the tournament all all came out. And, uh, you know, Marco Stunt was running around in there. Logan Stunt was running around in there. Uh, yeah. it was, uh, it, they, they were stream. They had the show replaying on Fight TV. While that we was there. epic. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That like, was cool. That's uh, that's what's awesome about uh, the good company after parties when we have a, a stream on fight is they will have the they will have the replay showing in there so like all the wrestlers can you know can watch their matches and uh, it's awesome. 
So, the, you know, that's a, that's another good plus to when we do the after parties with Good Company, which, you know, I, I believe as long as Jonah's still happy, we're going to do every Odeon show will have the after party at Good Company. It was funny watching that back with uh, Gary and Shannon because in their moments, <laughs> even, though they, even though they filmed it, there's moments that were happening. Gary's like, oh, I don't remember that happening. It's like, you're the cameraman right here. <laughs> it's, this is I mean, it's, shot, a, dude. It's, it's a lot of stuff that happens, <laughs> you know, in a, in a short amount of time. But, uh, yeah, after party was a, was a good time. This is always For like sure. the you're tired, winding down, but, hey, we're, this is good brother time at Good Company. Yeah, right? you know. Uh, uh, on night two. It's, uh, it doesn't it, get as wild, but still a great time. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a... It's a pretty good time, you know. It's pretty tame, but uh, it's just kind of like a a celebration that it's uh, that it's over. You know yeah. what I mean? And like we've we've made it out alive. A successful weekend. And uh, I'm trying to think. That's that's it. I don't even remember who the hell stayed at my house. I don't think anything crazy happened. I think just yeah, nothing too crazy. Oh man, sir. That's it. That Mark it. your calendars for next year. Yep, 2020. We've already uh, told you on a previous episode, June 26, 27th. Eye on the prize for me next year. There it is. Yeah, you better keep your eye on the prize, man. You're always brawling up the fucking rampways. June 26th, June 27th, 2020. Mark your calendars. We'll be at the Odeon in downtown Cleveland, Ohio. Make plans for the entire weekend. Come from out of town. You've got almost a year to plan at this point. Get those hotels cheap. Absolutely. And uh, visit us. Embassy Suites. Visit us at Howard AIW. Johnson. Hojo. Howard, that's where, Hojo. We're, that's where, that's where we go. Uh, better not tell. Maybe we shouldn't tell people to book that so far in advance, so we get our get our rooms there. But uh, that's gonna do it here as we have finally wrapped up this show and wrapped up the 2019 JT Lightning Invitational Tournament. Uh, we hope to talk to you guys soon, right here next week on AIW's. The card is going to change.